Welcome back to another episode of Create Your Life with your host, Tessa Lloyd. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, the Wadarong people of the Wadarong Aboriginal Corporation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. Hello, beautiful humans. Hi. So if you have just tuned in um, to this episode, which is where we're looking at business mindset and how to create a thriving, sustainable business that's built from heart work, not from ego. Hi. Hello. Big hello first. Um, second thing is it's going to make a lot more sense if you tune into the previous episode, episode of create your life which is where I looked at why I actually did this and some of the more practical things I did to get here but I know that mindset needs its own episode because we can have this you know a beautiful skill set beautiful understanding of what we need to do an amazing way of getting ourselves out there and connecting with our audience If we have a mindset that is based on the old way or is based on fear or scarcity or lack or ego or impressing someone or impressing yourself or creating connection that doesn't fulfill you, if they're based on these like false self ideals, then it's going to feel like shit. And maybe not at first, But if you end up with a business, and it happens all the time, we end up with a business we actually don't give a fuck about. (laughs) So if you are operating in that way, it's going to trip you up. And that's what we're going to be having a chat about today. And also looking at not just where it can, where mindset can trip us up, but where mindset actually like takes us so fucking far, so far. Okay. I'm going to go through these things that I've learned along my business journey. Like I prefaced in the previous episode, I am not a business consultant. I am not a formal business coach. I have built two businesses to a point of ease and joy and done a lot of work, consistent, consistent work to get here, worked on my craft worked on my mindset, unlocked different ways to reach the people that I want to. And I want to show you the ways that I've done that. This is not formal business coaching advice, comprende? (laughs) Okay. First things first, if you aren't prepared to do the work for your business, it's not going to work. This doesn't mean that it needs to be hard all the time. It doesn't mean it's always going to be pushing shit uphill, but there are things that are going to challenge you. And this isn't to make it seem out of reach. It is so within your reach and it's within the human potential. Almost all people have this potential and capacity to do brilliant things that they aren't tapping into 
or are feeling too tired or unmotivated to tap into or are too scared to, too worried to, too much doubt. And all of that is so valid. But if you can come to a point of being prepared to do the work, oh my God, the doors are just going to open for you. And every woman who I've supported so far, it's been women who have supported to build businesses and create, um, create change within a current business. They're willing to go there. So they're willing to set boundaries with friends. They're willing to put their own personal money into creating a logo rather than buying a six pack. They're willing to take care of their health so that they have the energy to create a business. They're willing to soothe their emotions when things seem a bit hard. They're willing to stay with what feels hard and stay with the fear rather than throwing in the towel every fucking time. It gets challenging. And I do not say this with judgment. I say this from the perspective of brilliance that I see in my clients when they let themselves go to their depth. They let themselves understand what limits them in business and they really let themselves work on it and not from a place of shame from a place of being like fuck yes I know what I need to do to get there and if you aren't willing to change and you aren't willing to do the work and you want to be spoon-fed the entire time number one when you stand up for what you want and when you take radical self-responsibility for what you want the payoffs are so much more beautiful and so much bigger but if you are hoping to be led the entire time with a helping hand without taking responsibility for what you need to do then business is going to be hard (laughs) And even if it's not hard, it's going to be tricky to feel fulfilled. So that's my first thing. Are you willing to go there? Are you willing to put in the work to get the payoffs that I believe are so worth it? Okay, my next thing is prepare to let your ego soften or you're fucked. (laughs) This is a bit of a swearing episode because I really care about this stuff. So... If you are too, if you're doing this to prove something to someone or if you're doing this to fill a hole within yourself or doing this to, um, I don't know, have a title, you're coming from a bit of a tricky place because when we lead with heart, our, our defenses soften and we're willing to have a shaky start and we're willing to try new things. If you're all armored up, as Brene would say, all in your defenses, if you're doing this from a really rocky place, business decisions change and they they can still happen, but they change based on the mindset that you're going into them with. So when I say let your ego soften, I mean, let yourself start off somewhere. We all start somewhere. In the previous episode, I was talking about, I didn't make money for a year and a half in my business. I supported myself in jobs that I didn't want to do, but they they created the safety and structure I needed at that point. I didn't expect to be handed this golden egg and have the perfect business straight away. 
So I let myself start somewhere. I let myself learn and be shown and be supported instead of being like, yes, I'm such a queen. I deserve all of this immediately. Oh, it's not happening. Oh, no one bought my tickets. Oh, I didn't make money. See, I'm shit. See, I'm not a queen. That's it. Goodbye. Going back to corporate now. Um, how's that sassy voice of mine? Goodness me. Uh, but do you see what I mean? If you, if you're coming in with so much ego and you're all up in your head and you're not leading from heart and you're making decisions based on what will validate you and what will bring you status and an image, you're going in with a bit of a rocky mindset. So take some time to tune into what you really, really want in your heart when it's quiet and come from that place. We all start somewhere. Nothing is too small. Be open to, this is my my next point for you, my homies. Be prepared for the trade-offs. So the amount of Saturday nights that I have spent at home working on my biz, because we work in our biz, you know, I provide therapy to 22 of my own occupational therapy clients. Then I have 12 women within my honey mentoring program. And I provide one-to-one business support once off with my clarity sessions. That's my in my business zone. And then working on my business, as you guys might know, is a whole other level. So working on our business involves looking at our systems and structures, looking at making connections and networking, our marketing, our design, our our mindset when it comes to business, that's that's all time and all energy. And it's all for me so worth it. It's all so in alignment with me at the moment working in this way. And it's changed along the way. But there are times when I do need to say no. There are times when I have to set boundaries. There are things that I don't buy anymore that I realized didn't serve me and my greatest purpose because this is what I wanted to do in business. There are ways that I, you know, habits that I don't participate in anymore. There are people that I've lost. And on that note, there are so many like tenfold people that I've gained. (laughs) That part is so worth it. Um, Be prepared for the trade-off. Be prepared to lose some things. Not in a big bad way. In a, if you want to let some shit go, if you want to call it in, It's going to involve some loss and it's going to involve being open to being given. So if you go in with the mindset of, oh, just never get anything, I never get anywhere, and then you're given it and you shit the bed because you haven't created the space that you needed, it's going to be tough. Another thing that's really important is to Take some time every now and then to have a date with your business. So like we were just talking about the trade-offs, the limits that you can feel, the way that you want to show up but feel scared about showing up, the things that you can see in your vision and in your future but you can't quite yet ground 
them down. These things are all really important to sit down with every now and then and have a date with. So when you are building your business, really start to think about what the actual business entity is that you are dealing with. So really tune into that. When we run a clarity session with the women who I support um, to build businesses, we're always tuning into the actual entity of this business. What colors do you see? What words do you associate with this? What vision do you have for this business venture in the future? And how can you create that now? What we often do is create from a space of, I don't want to feel this anymore. I don't want to budget my money so much anymore. I don't want to feel poor anymore. I don't want to feel scared anymore. What do you want to feel? You know, what do you want to feel as opposed to what you don't want to feel? And what do you want to call in as opposed to what you're running away from? Tune into your business entity as its own being and as its own energy and movement and community and as much as you can try and not come from a place of what you don't want anymore. I just had a session with a woman uh, a couple of days ago and what the ego can do is constantly have us thinking of the figures, thinking of what we have to give up, thinking of what we're tired of. So easy, right? Like it's so easy to bond over what feels hard and what we don't want anymore. Get clear on what the fuck it is you want. Get clear on what you want to bring to life. Get clear on who you want to serve. Get clear on what makes you feel really good and what you know has an impact and what you know you came here to do. Focus on that and the rest will fall into place. Make sure you take time to sit with your business as an entity instead of thinking that you need to continue to do things while flying blind in order to run away from something. That's my fourth point. This is another really, this is more of the, um, the structures and systems. It is so important as a business to connect with the people who need to connect with your business. So it is often so missed we are putting these, say you're putting a program out there and you're wondering why no one's showing up. Have you called in these humans in the first place? Do these humans that need your work know you exist? And if not, how come? So when it comes to the structures and systems that you have in place, do you have what's in place? And there's so many beautiful marketing coaches, marketing programs, communication programs, connection programs out there that support you to call in your audience so that when you launch what they need, they can find you. It is often a self-sabotage thing that we can participate in where we have this beautiful skill set, so much knowledge, so much understanding of how we can help people, 
but we won't show up enough to market ourselves and communicate our message and call in our audience so that when we do launch this program, when we do try and sell this product, when we do try and connect with who we want to connect with, the foundations aren't set because we have hidden. We know our craft, we know our knowledge and skills, but we have hidden actually showing up and getting ourselves out there in the first place. So when you tune into what I was saying before, when you tune into the entity and you see the colors, the pictures, you see the words and imagery, and you know that that's what your audience connects with and you don't follow through on sharing your message and you don't follow through on your the colors that are hot on your heart and the designs that are hot on your heart and what you know people want to see, you are self-sabotaging. You're fucking yourself over because these people want to find you. People want to pay you for your services when they know it's what they need and when you are the human who will get them there. They want to pay you for this. So a big part of your business journey is learning how to market yourself. For lack of a um, you know more beautiful word, learning how to market yourself. Get clear on your audience, get clear on what you support them with and get clear on how to get them from where they are right now to where they want to go. And if that's not you, if your skill set is not for them and where they want to go, don't bullshit that either because there are there's so much room in this world for the humans who need the support to get the support where they they can actually be taken deeper or where they can be taken up. Do not kid yourself in thinking that you are everyone's cup of tea and that your skill set is for everyone. It's not and it's actually quite dangerous to be putting things out there that uh, don't have integrity, that aren't supported by experience and that aren't based on evidence or that aren't going to take these people to another level purely so that you can make a sale. And people can smell your bullshit from a mile away. I swear to God, you can see when someone doesn't have enough oomph in their what would you say enough salad filling in their salad sandwich you can see it so get clear on what you know what you can bring to your audience and make sure you show up and market it to them people want to know what you know people want to see you in your light you're literally like taking the opportunity away from them when you're not calling them up you're not there is no more time for not showing up in order to not outshine people. There's just no more time for it. It's such a disservice. That is my fifth point. (sighs) Okay, this is a big one. And now I just like froth this one. Ask for support. So whether that's outsourcing, so I like froth and outsource now, just like, I don't wanna do that. That's your skill set. That's your genius zone, have that. If that's not available to you right now, because it's not always available, um, I'm not going to be ignorant and say that we're just all, you know, flowing in cash and we can just pay everyone to do everything. That's not always the case. But ask for support where you can, down to the tiniest things. Maybe it's your partner cooks you dinner tonight so that you can work on creating some content to get your message out there. Maybe... Your sister takes the children for the day 
and you go to a workshop that is going to improve your craft. Maybe you sign up for a course that increases your skills. Maybe you hire someone. Ask for support. We weren't made to go it alone. We also don't thrive as well when we go it alone. There is such, there is, uh, such a thing as too much independence, ultra-independence. And that's quite often a trauma response or a defense mechanism where we think it is more useful to us to do it on our own so that when we get the results, it was all us. I mean, that's ego validation, fear, lack, scarcity, all in one. If I do it all myself, I get the credit. Or if I do it all myself and it fails, I've only got me to blame. People can't be relied on. You know, it's, it's selfish to ask for help. That shit doesn't fly anymore. We all need support. And people want to support you. People also have skills that they want to share with you. So ask for support. Also, asking for support includes supporting your body as well. So asking for support from either the universe or within yourself. What do you need from me to support you the best? Do you need in an increase in vitamins in your body? Do you need more sleep? Do you need less alcohol? Do you need more movement during the day? Ask for support. Be supported. Don't go it alone. When it comes to business, there are so many uh, trip hazards that we may not even notice. So some are really obvious. And it's like, ah, that's a limiting belief. Ah, that's a block. Ah, that's a story. Sometimes we don't know when we have a story until it's really playing out and that's okay. You don't need to know everything. But what can be really beautiful when it comes to money stories is taking some time to look through where your money stories might trip you up in the future. And there's resources online. What what might my money stories be? Money stories that might trip you up in the future and stop you from attaining the goal that you want to within your business. And what I mean by that is when you want to call in a 50K launch for your uh, marketing program and you aren't respecting and honoring the money that you have right now, are you really showing up for your next level? Are you really ready to take in that next level of money? That's an example. If you're pissing away your money right now, constantly and not respecting it, are you? is that a money story that you want to continue in order to build the business that you want? If you worry about making more money than your partner and you, you cap, cap yourself here, but then you're like, why can't I earn more money? How are you going to hold that money if you're feeling so much shame about earning more money than your partner? If you expect the return to come to you without an investment in something bigger than you, in something that will support you, is that a money story that you want to bring through? Do you feel scared to earn more money than your friends? Do you buy shit that doesn't make you happy and piss away your monthly balance and then ask for more? There are these money stories that 
We learned when we were younger in a tall poppy environment, in a in an environment where we did have to conserve our money. We learned these money stories when we were younger, either off our parents, off our uh, ancestors, off our friends, off our community. We learned these things along the way. Money's hard. Money's confusing. Money's scary. Money is for men and not for women. Money makes us greedy. Money makes us selfish. Money is a reflection of your life. And when you are earning money, you can create a more abundant life. You can create more happiness. It doesn't create everything, but it is a currency that you can use to create more impact, to support more people, to sponsor another child, to support another woman to make a business, to donate to a natural disaster, to create a non-for-profit foundation. There are so many wonderful things we can do with money for ourselves and for others and for the world. And we fuck it up because of these stories of money. Look at your money stories, get clear on what might fuck you up in the future. Mm -mm -mm. So much swearing today. Okay. Here's another one comes back to what we were saying at the start. Be guided by what feels good. When it feels like shit and it's got to go, it's got to go. Be guided by what feels good. No excuses. As soon as uh, one of my women says to me, it just feels, it doesn't feel right anymore. Trust that. Your gut tells you, your intuition tells you, your heart, your body. Trust it. Even your mind sometimes tells the truth. Go with what feels good. This is another one. So I talk about this all the time, comparisonitis. It's probably an episode in itself. If you continue to compare yourself to someone else's journey, it's just going to, I mean, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's the thief of joy. It's going to steal your presence from you. Because no matter what you do, no matter what goal you make, there's always going to be someone in a different position. Where are you now? What can you celebrate? What can you be grateful for? How can you let that celebration and gratitude anchor you in your lane instead of supporting, I mean, uh, pushing you to look over to someone else's lane? What can you celebrate? When you're grateful for the moments that you're getting now and when you're holding them and creating space for them now, you're calling in more of that instead of constantly running for the next best thing, which when you achieve it, won't feel as great anyway because you're not receiving it. Where can you call in more of what feels good? Mm -mm -mm -mm. On that note, with calling in what feels good for you, also have respect for the other so we can look at comparisonitis in a lot of ways I was recently writing about I'm, I'm actually really done with letting the women who I work with say oh, you know it's just their highlight reel though no let people be in their light it's not about them if you're even saying that sentence you're in your ego you're in your fear and comparison because 
it's not about them. It's about you. What do you want to call in more of? Are you just consuming their message or are you creating what you want to create? Stay in your lane and have respect for the other. Everyone sacrifices. Everyone has seen their shit. Everyone has gone through something. Do not be so naive. I say this with love. Do not be so naive to think that this is only about your journey and that their journey has anything to do with you. If you want to act with compassion and kindness, come back to the fact that every human goes through stuff and if they are thriving, get it, girl. Get it, boy. Get it, human. Let people shine and know that it is lifting up the collective and lifting up you and inspiring you instead of letting it trigger you every fucking time. I'm so done with, I'm so sick and tired of seeing the women I support or my, or my um, circle or people in the surroundings be triggered and bring other people down because that's what we were shown is the coping mechanism for feeling unseen or unheard or invalidated. Not sure if that's how you say that word, but not being held we immediately look outside of ourselves and be like, right, if I'm here, how can I pull you the fuck down? It just doesn't fly anymore. And if you want to build a business of integrity, stay in your own damn lane and let it tell a story and let it pull people up. It'll either pull them up or they'll, they'll keep hanging out in the crowd. And that's okay too. It's not your responsibility. It's about you. It's not about them. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. This is my last one. Get really uncomfortable. Get used to being uncomfortable with asking for more. So go big or go home and call in what you want and set a vision and put it up and write it down and watch it begin to guide your decision making. Think really big and really stretchy, like finances, living situation, family, love, work, how you feel within yourself, personal development wise. Think really big and let that be your guiding star. Tune into your 10 year, five year, three year, one year, six month vision. What do you want? And build your connections through there. If you're here and you know what you want in six months, how are you going to act? What can you do now as the tiny first step to get you there? Because nothing will change if nothing changes. And I know you know this. I always, just as a practical advice tip, I always whip out, I've got an A3 uh, book that I just brain dump everything onto. And then I um, refine it and come up with next best steps. So if this is my six month vision, am I going to stay in one spot? Or am I going to work towards what I want based on what lights me up and what excites me? Get really clear on your vision. Get clear on your mindset. Be prepared to show up. And be prepared to let in change. And don't be surprised when you get what you wanted. You're asking for it. Okay, my loves. They are some big mindset shifts that 
I went through when I built my business and that I, yeah, wholeheartedly support in building a business. If you don't want to show up in your business, it's going to be tricky. It's going to make it trickier. And, and that's also okay. Building a business isn't for everyone. Um, and it does require you to show up. And if you're not feeling it, <laughs> that's all right too. Okay. That is episode six of Create Your Life. I um, continue these. I actually like ground you guys into more practical um, advice and strategies along the way in my one-to-one um, clarity session calls. So that's a one and a half um business mentoring session with me where we get clear on where you're going in your business whether it's a new business or a current one um, and come up with a really um, thorough strategy for where you're going to go forward from then on so if you head to my profile uh, Tessa J Lloyd on Instagram hit the link in my bio you will see um, book a clarity session I'm also creating a mentoring program which apart from this once-off session will be the only way to work with me in the coming months. It's an addition to Honey, which is my signature mentoring program. It's going to be uh, based around the notion of creating a business that feels like Honey. So looking at marketing, looking at organization, looking at mindset, all of these things that help you create an abundant business, that's what we're going to be looking at and really grounding you into your heart and what you want to bring to life, not what um, Danny Next Door wants to bring to life, what you want. Okay, stay supportive of your own energy and if you'd feel called to, I always adore seeing your reviews of the podcast. I love seeing you share where you're listening to the podcast and I love hearing your feedback. So always feel free to like, comment or subscribe to the podcast and um, yeah, help me continue to get the word out there. All right, my loves, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.